Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times. Jesus answered, I say to you, not not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now, when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt, because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then, in his anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Last week's Gospel reading revolved around the theme of fraternal correction and going to another person and making peace with them before we go to the altar and And that naturally brings about this next question that comes from Peter when he says, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? If, if that person comes and makes peace with me, do I have to forgive him? What if I've already forgiven him seven times? And our Lord says, not seven times, but seven, 77 times. That We are called to extend this gift of forgiveness. And and then he goes into this long parable of this servant who is forgiven a very large debt. Then he goes and he exacts payment from everyone who owes him money so that he can pay back what he goes. And we might listen to this parable and think to ourselves, I can't believe he could do that. Why would he do that? And yet, how often do we go to confession for some offense and then we receive our Lord's forgiveness, but we fail to forgive others in turn? that we fail to to extend the same grace to our neighbor, to our family member, to our friend, to 
a coworker who betrayed us, we fail to extend that same grace that our Lord is in fact given to us. And there's something unsettling about being forgiven because it puts us in a position not of owing something, but of vulnerability. It puts us in a position of having to admit that I cannot repay you, that I'm vulnerable to your mercy. And it goes against the kind of individualism or self-reliance that, that we value so much in our culture. When we're forgiven by somebody, when we're given grace, when we're given mercy, it reminds us that we're not the center of the universe. It reminds us that we cannot take care of ourselves. It reminds us that we cannot get through life on our own, that we need people. And perhaps this servant after having been forgiven, is so uncomfortable with that vulnerability that he goes and demands payment from others. But it is that vulnerability that allows us to and facilitates us being in relationship with God. It allows something of the divine to enter into our own hearts. It allows us to be open to the fact that there is something greater than us. It reminds us of the fact that life doesn't have to be the way it's been. It can be transformed. That we've been created for relationship with God. You know, as human beings. We're the touch point with the divine in the world around us. Divine life enters into our own lives. God is made visible in the world. The creator is made visible in the creation. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing place to be. It's It's a reality that's truly awesome in the sense that it's filled with awe and wonder. And I think in our own resistance to vulnerability and our own self-reliance, we miss out on the fact that, that the Lord has chosen us, that we've been given dominion over the world, that We are the hand of the creator within his creation. And for those of us who have received this forgiveness, and we all have, we have the responsibility of allowing that forgiveness to bear fruit, of making it fruitful in the world. 
And we do that most especially when we forgive others as we have been forgiven. And that vulnerability is manageable only when we make ourselves vulnerable to the one who always loves us, who's always there for us, who's constant. When we make ourselves vulnerable to the person who is love incarnate. When we do that, all fear subsides. Perfect love casts out fear. And if we're truly surrendered to our Lord Jesus Christ, we have no reason to fear the kind of vulnerability or rejection we risk. When we follow his commandments, when we extend his love to others, who have harmed us in any way. Or when we surrender them to the care of our Lord because we have no control over their lives. And so today let us pray that that the fruit of forgiveness will be manifest in our lives. That we truly become agents of our Lord's mercy, that we become visible signs of his love in the created world. That we may truly live as he lived and love as he loves. And that this will continue to guide us and lead us on our journey to be with him forever in the kingdom of heaven. 